Wellness Force Radio. Feelings are essential, but they can't dictate our actions. We literally infect each other with our emotions. We came here for a special purpose. Let the purpose unveil itself. Knowing without doing the same thing as not knowing. They're not just trackers. I'm going to wear this and it's going to help me do the right thing. Wellness Force Radio, Episode 78, with transformation specialist and founder of Organifi, Drew Canoli. Yeah, I think a lot of people are out there trying to find what their purpose is. When you clear your space, when you put yourself in a place where you can just really start listening more, it's going to show up. It's that thing that's always been there, more or less, that you love, that you think isn't possible. When you tap into what can I do for we, what can I really do to impact humanity? And in my particular situation, it's just taking massive action to inspire people to be healthy. What can I do every single day so that when I walk into a room, the people in the room get that I'm there to cause transformation in the way of their health? Welcome back to another episode, my friend. I am your host and wellness coach, Josh Trent. Thank you for spending your time with me here on the podcast. This is where every week I bring you access to global experts in wellness, technology, and behavior change. On this podcast, you'll learn from exceptional people who are dedicating their lives to driving real transformations in physical and emotional wellness. My intention with the show is that together, we'll discover the connections between your emotions and healthy habits to live your best life and enjoy the process. This episode is brought to you by Perfect Supplements, a company I'm honored to stand with, who walks the talk with their values of non-GMO, pesticide-free, real food supplements that support us all on the wellness journey. Hop on over to perfectsupplements.com slash wellnessforce. Enter code wellnessforce to save 10% off your entire order at checkout. Wellness Force got a couple five-star reviews on the weekend on iTunes. This is from Savannah P. She says, Josh is seriously an inspiring individual. His story and integrity is something to be desired when seeking a wellness coach, not to mention the revolutionary work he is doing in the health and wellness space. I feel so grateful to have stumbled upon him and his work. Absolutely amazing. All I can really say is wow. Savannah, thank you for your incredible review. All I have to say is wow. Your voice is powerful. You can support Wellness Force at wellnessforce.com slash review. Every time someone speaks their heart and their opinion about the show, it helps other people find the powerful message of empowering greater wellness through this emotion and technology so we can all learn how to become this better version of ourselves every single week. On today's show with Drew Canoli, we're going to up-level together. This is an episode for you if you've been looking for deeper ways to embrace your true potential, finding and crafting your deepest purpose, and the impact of our personal wellness practices in relationships. We'll go deep into Drew's identity process. He has this really specific process about how to define realistic goals. You know, so many times I've met with clients in the past, and I think we've all felt like this in life, right? Sometimes where you're in this space between stories. Well, Drew has a way for us to get clarity on what that purpose is and how we can fight for it. We'll talk about Drew's story, what he's overcome, how his forgiveness related so incredibly to his purpose, how to show up in relationships, what kind of practices we can do as a woman, as a man in a relationship, and how to get out of our own head. We'll also discuss Organifi and a few incredible social media questions. Shannon asked an awesome question about transformation and relationship. A little bit more about Drew. He is a nutrition specialist, transformation specialist. He's a national spokesperson for the benefits of juicing for health and vitality. He is the founder of FitLife TV, where he shares educational, inspirational, and entertaining videos and articles about health, fitness, and healing and longevity. But you know what, my friend? I mean, beyond just the contribution that Drew is making to 3 million plus, that's an incredible number of people, 3 million plus online. Drew is a man who radically transformed his own life and his own body in an effort to prove himself and to others that regardless of where you're at, transformation is possible. Let's jump into this exciting conversation with Drew Canoli. Drew, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I love being here. Love what you're all about, Josh. And, and I'm excited to uh, create some impact. Yes, me too. You know, I've had a lot of people ask me, when's Drew coming on? But I'm so stoked, man, to talk about something that is deep for me, and that is passion, potential, and purpose, and the connection between wellness and purpose, and how those two lead into one another. I want to tell a quick story, though. You know, it's 2010. I'm downtown San Diego. I'm with my buddy, my mentor, Sean Croxton, and we're by Fit Athletic. And I'm walking around and he's like, oh, you got to check out this guy, Drew. He's, he's really driven. <laughs> and I see you with someone else. You're carrying this tripod and I meet you. And I, my experience of you five years ago, I was like, 
this dude's real driven. <laughs> Later five years, I attend your Fit Life Live and I see this transformation you're doing with everyone. So it's a cool moment to have you on the show, man. Thank you. I've never heard that story either. That, that just uh, brings so much joy to my heart, dude. And, you know, I could just imagine you and Sean Croxton walking around San Diego, 100 degree weather, beautiful day out. So thank you for sharing that with me, dude. Awesome. Such a cool memory. Well, Drew, there's 3 million plus followers on Facebook. You almost have a thousand videos on YouTube. It's incredible, man. But I'm curious, share with us something fun that almost no one knows about you. Yeah, well, I am a closet dance freak. Like moments, random moments throughout the day, I will just bust into any type of dance with my Sono system at home all by myself. And I will go all out so hard. I literally see myself on stage or in front of a thousand people doing this dance party. And uh, it's it's key to elevating my vibration, dude. Not a lot of people know that. I don't know if I want to show that to the world either. So if you know what I'm saying, I got some white boy dance moves. I got you. Well, you know, not everybody has rhythm, but I've heard that you have some rhythm. You had initially worked in the credit industry, did incredibly well at a college. You had a successful company. Kind of on paper, you had everything that was looking great. But with the help of a mentor, you discovered that you didn't have a clear purpose that made you feel like you were being of service to others. Can you tell us just about how you met? with that mentor and how you figured out that you really didn't have direction for a purpose? Um, My whole life, you know, one of my gifts is to really see people. And what I mean by seeing people, I see their heart, their spiritual heart. And I met this guy about five and a half years ago, uh, six years ago, maybe longer. Like time just flies. Isn't it crazy how fast time flies by? Time flies when your passion drives. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I like that. Time flies when your passion drives. I'm going to write that down. I just made that up right now. I have no idea where that came from. Whoa. Yeah, then we, we definitely need to take a moment and write that down. Let's do here. this. Yeah. Pulling out a piece of paper. Time flies when your passion. This is cool for me to do on your podcast, right? I love Are it. They, hopefully they're doing it too. I love it. When your passion drives. Yeah. So essentially I met with him and I saw him for who he is. And I'm like, this guy, he kind of reminded me of the way that I would want to be at that age. And what I mean by that is he was just a straight up giver. This guy, his whole life was built around just giving. And he would meet with me every single day for like an hour in the morning and we would have breakfast together and we'd, we would read books together, uh, get into scripture. We would look at different things that we were going through and he would just fill me up with so much praise, so much purpose, so much passion and power. And it just emanated from this guy that as soon as I would leave there, I just left on fire, ready to take on whatever task uh, that was in my way. And over about two years, two and a half years of meeting with him every day, I remember the morning he he said to me, he said, if you do anything at all, Drew, make sure you're doing something that impacts people and makes a difference in their lives. And um, I'll never forget the day Frank told me that. And from then on, I'm like, well, what can I do? Because I was running this credit and debt settlement company. I wasn't really happy doing it. I was playing like at a five out of scale of one to 10 of where I wanted to be in my life. Mm-hmm. And I knew that part of it was the people that I was hanging around. The people that I was hanging around really were partying a lot. They were drinking. They were so focused externally on creating money and, and value in their life, but they won't, they weren't really 1000% focused on changing lives. They weren't focused on raising humanity or changing the consciousness of where we are. And I knew that's the direction that I wanted to go in. And I'm still friends with the vast majority of these people. I still talk to them, but I knew I had to change my environment. So I took Frank's advice and it's how hard it was to leave Tampa, Florida. I knew I had to get away and go somewhere where I could elevate and uh, be around people that had the similar thinking. And that's why I moved to San Diego, California. So moving there, I had no idea what I was going to do. Did you know anyone? I didn't know anybody. I moved by myself. Not even one person, not even one connection? I had friends from college here, yeah. but it wasn't th- more like acquaintances mm-hmm. from college. Mm-hmm. So I had somebody hand me a green juice at the time and they're like, hey, they told me the story of how they changed their whole entire life with drinking one green juice. And this was a friend of mine and, and he healed himself of cancer and all these other things. He had six months left to live, the doctor told him. And I, I thought to myself, if Mark changed his life by this, saved his life, what would it do for a guy that's just average, that was 40 pounds overweight, lethargic? And I had always been interested in health, but I didn't look like it, right? Yeah. I looked like I was 40 and I was um, approaching my, my 30s. And I didn't want that. I'm like, how can I have vitality and energy and enthusiasm for life? So I drank the juice and needless to say, that first green juice changed my entire life. It 
did something different. I was used to having coffee and all this caffeine in the afternoon and taking pre-workouts to get to the gym and all this other stuff. Mm. And as soon as I had that first green juice, it just changed everything. Was this a moment when you knew, like, did this spark the change that would eventually lead to Organifi and vegetable juicing and everything else? Looking back, did you know after you put that glass down that you felt that there was going to be a change or was that something that was more like linear? Yeah, no, it was so real, dude. You know, I just, um, I felt the benefits of the juice immediately and I wanted to share it with the world. So I made my first YouTube video of me making a juice in the kitchen and I was just so excited. All right. We're going to link that video in the show notes, man. It's wellnessforce.com slash Drew. You can see the very first video that Drew made drinking the juice. And then what happened next after you made that video? Well, I, I got like 12 views, which is pretty typical when you first start something that you really believe in and everybody else thinks you're crazy, right? Yeah. So I remember calling my dad up and I had 12 views and I'm like, dad, you didn't watch the video. It's still 12 views. Like I'm trying to get to 13 <laughs> views, dad, you know? And, uh, <laughs> of course any internet entrepreneur can relate to that. And, uh, so eventually over time I just didn't care. I'm like, Oh, whatever. People aren't going to watch this. I'm still going to make it because I know it's going to make a change in their life. It's going to impact them on a cellular level. So I did it over and over and over and over and over again. And finally, after about two months, it started to take off. And I remember after about 60 days, we had 30,000 fans on Facebook. And I'm like, whoa, 60 days and we already have 30,000 fans? Okay, mm. we're on to something. And I had a background with digital marketing a little bit. So I understood like how to create stuff online and sell it to make money. Yeah. Um, I learned from a very valuable mentor, Preston Ely, back in the day how to do all that. He was running webinars in the real estate niche, and he would make like 50000 bucks in a night. And I'm like, whoa, this is different. I'm not used to this type of um, exposure or how to leverage the internet. And sure. he showed me how to leverage the internet. And so I put two and two together. I'm like, well, if I can leverage the internet, do something I love, then that's a win-win. I can do this anywhere. I can work from my laptop, travel around the world. I can shoot videos and be this crazy guy in my kitchen, helping people with their health, getting flooded with emails every single day. And yeah. that's my dream life. So I wrote my whole entire dream life before I started it. Five and a half, six years out, I wanted to call it Fit Life TV and help people with fitness. And um, sure enough, one thing led to another. One video led me to another video. And now, we, like you said, we almost have a thousand videos. We have three million followers, and um, we launched this company called Organifi, which is the world's best green juice on the planet. Which I have to be honest, I I kind of judged it in the beginning. I I totally pushed judgment, and then I tried it at your event, and I was like, okay. And it was I was actually on camera the first time I tried it, and I was like, okay, this is actually really good, really amazing job that you've done with Organifi, man. I want to go back though because the audience knows a lot about you already, but one of the things they might not know is how incredible that the obstacles you overcame in the past were, and how that shapes your purpose now. You know, man, I was watching a Facebook Live you did. Um, I think it was last week, two weeks ago. You're flying back from Europe. And you said, my parents taught us that money didn't make the person and that a true person's value came from their heart and what they did for others. How do you feel that that lesson really is lived now when you look at the things that have happened in your past? Well, I think, um, you know, and I've shared this before, but I had a really rough childhood from the ages of one to five, like typical uh, 1980s uh, parents, you know, there was this huge thing with like child abuse. So I was abused as a kid, neglected, tortured, physically, sexually, all of these things. And then I was adopted by one of the most loving um, parents that I could ever imagine, Jeff and Connie in Michigan. Mm. And they helped me to see a lot of things that I think parents aren't seeing today. And that is the whole conversation around money. Yeah, it's it's important, but the most important thing is is your heart and how you can impact a person and, and what you can give to them. My mom was always about this. She was always about going out of her way and just giving over and over and over and uh, helping people when they needed help the most. Yeah, And she would just do this, and I, I witnessed it. And I wanted to be that person as well. I wanted to take a stand for humanity. And uh, that really shapeshift my perception at that age. And my dad was very charismatic and he was a car salesman for Ford back in the day. And I would watch my dad go in and, and sell cars and connect mm. with people in a really, really cool way. But, um, you know, growing up in Michigan and living in a really small town, the average per cap per household was like 30,000 bucks together. Yeah. So $30,000 a year, you'd imagine like that's like probably bottom middle class, 
there wasn't a lot we did as a family as far as traveling on trips. I think I, the first time I flew on a plane was when I was in college. Like we never even wow. flew together. We, we drove. If we wanted to go on a family trip, we would drive to Florida, like a 19, 20 hour road trip. And, um, but uh, to, to point the story in the right direction here, it really helped me see that that isn't the most important thing. And of course, it also spurred me along and made me desire uh, financial freedom so that I didn't have to work for the rest of my life and I could retire and, and live off assets and all this other stuff and have generational wealth so that my grandkids and everybody else doesn't have to worry about it. Like, It gave me that drive and that motivation, but the intent behind it is still from a very pure place. And I have internet marketing buddies that come to me all the time and they're like, dude, you're about to do, you know, we'll probably do 25 million in revenue this year. And they come to me and they're like, you know, I just saw you on the Inc. 500. You were 134 and you grew 2,380% from last year. Mm. And what do you think, dude? Aren't you so pumped up? Aren't you so proud? And um, I think the minute we buy into, like that's the reason I run a business, is the minute we've lost. I get more excited about the emails that I get from Nancy Joe in Nebraska who has healed herself from some terminally Ill, Ill disease that she had no hope over or you know, somebody that had depression. And because they started exercising and they watched a Mindset Monday, mm -hmm. this young, young boy who's 14 years old is now inspired to fulfill his true purpose and his destiny. Like that is the kind of stuff that revs me up. Mm, it's incredible, man. And I can tell that from you in person too. You're one of the most present people. The very first time I met you five years ago, I, I felt the intensity, but then at your fit life event, I thought, wow, this is a guy where when you look into his eyes, you can tell that there's genuine energy there. So I just want to acknowledge that on the air, you do everything for other people. And I think that the wealth that's accumulating is because of that service, because of that genuine service, man. So thank you for what you do. I want to point back to the story about your upbringing because there was so much strength that you grew there. And one of that strength pieces was through forgiveness. I mean, you are mm -hmm. really, really great at forgiving. And it's a skill set that we all get to grow in life. As a child, you had said you lived in Michigan, but you're six. And one night you're praying and you're asking, you know, for everything in your life to have love, like bunny rabbits and baseball cards and things like this. But <laughs> you, uh, you said, dear God, please forgive my biological father for everything he did to me. And please let him live a good life. Can you tell us about why you asked that specific question and then how that rippled out? Yeah, man, it's just, it's so crazy. But, um, you know, at a really young age, I just felt so connected to people. I felt as if there was this oneness, you know, that we really were in this together. And that's what I say in all my videos, we're in this together. So in thinking about my biological father, I'm like, I really feel for him. I feel bad. Like he probably experienced something in his past that made him like this. Maybe his dad wasn't nice to him and he just didn't know how to behave. And so I knew at that age that I just wanted him to be free from that. And that's why the prayer for forgiveness was so powerful for me in, in that particular time. How did you actually go through that though? I mean, what's that process look like? Because I'll tell you, Drew, there's a lot of people that are tuning in. They're, they're thinking about how do I formulate and craft my purpose? And the anger and the resentment from their past is just weighing them down. So share with us, man. I mean, how you actually went through that process to forgive and then how did that ripple the purpose for you? Yeah, I think the big thing is getting to a place where you absolutely love who you are. You love your life. You love the people that are in your life and you just practice gratitude, like radical gratitude, because then the gratitude outweighs anything that could be in your past. So um, it's more than just saying it. I think gratitude is living it in every moment, being grateful for anything that you could ever imagine. You know, grateful for the seat that I'm sitting in right now to do this interview with you. Yeah. I'm grateful that I had two eyes to wake up and look around my room this morning. I'm grateful for the oxygen that I'm breathing so that I can communicate with you on this and just really, really feeling it so much that it just revs you freaking up. And um, at a really young age, I just felt like I almost died on several occasions. I was trained like a freaking Navy SEAL at the ages of three, four, five. Um, there was times when if I couldn't um, – my dad would give me a bath, right? And he would shove my head underneath the water and he would hold me there for 10, 15 seconds. And then he'd pull me up to where I couldn't breathe. And if I cried, he'd smack me and shove my head back under the water again. So at a very young age, I was trained like I was in the military. 
And what that did for me is it showed me that life is so valuable and it's something to be cherished in every single moment because you don't know when you're going to die. We could die tomorrow could completely just be gone and and everything that we thought we were going to do the next day is just it just disappears. So I think staying present and just being in that place, allowing yourself to let go of that. And then if you're constantly in the past, you're not allowing yourself to let go. So having gratitude in the present moment is one of those keys to that. Do you feel like this practice of gratitude depends solely on your internal motivation or how do you craft your environment? I mean, the people that you're around, you know, our, our tribe affects our vibe, obviously, right? So like everything we do in life is extrapolated from the people we're around. When you were in your 20s, what was the tribe around you? I mean, you've been on different videos talking about how you used to numb out and drink. And I think we all go through that. I know I'm raising my hand. I've done it. But how did your tribe change? I mean, how did you make the tribe that would actually give you that space to create that gratitude practice? Well, I think it's getting real clear on who you are. Like, what are the qualities that you love about yourself? And I remember doing this, I try to do it at least once a year, but I write down all the things I love about Drew Canoli. And I, like, I write down also all the things that I dislike or that I need to improve upon. And when I write that down, I visualize connecting with people that share those similar morals, those similar rules for life, the, the similar um, ways of being, Right. And because I'm being a certain way, they say you attract what you are, I bring in people that have that similar vibration to me. And our whole business, I mean, literally every single person on my team has that uh, similar vibration. Your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Mm -hmm. And FitLife TV has literally been the demonstration of that Organifi, same thing. And we just continue to bring on board people that are tapped in, tuned into a larger vision for what's possible with the human race. And because of that, we will be successful. We will not only be financially successful, but we'll be successful where it counts. And that is literally changing the way people think about themselves, the way they show up in the world and the way they feel. You made a video and it was specifically around three steps to finding my true calling. But something was really, it hit me in the chest, Drew. You were like, you don't find your calling, you fight for it. Tell us about that, man. Yeah, I think a lot of people are out there trying to find what their purpose is. When you clear your space when you put yourself in a place where you can just really start listening more it's going to show up it's that thing that's always been there more or less that you love that you think isn't possible right when you go into the bookstore if you if you remember going into a bookstore i used to i still go to these once in a while i used to go in every single week and i would go to a certain section in the bookstore and it was always personal development spirituality and health yeah and i loved being there i would spend hours in the bookstore in this particular place and this was at a time when I was running a credit and debt settlement company. So I thought, if I'm spending hours in this place, and life, can cre you can create anything that you want in your life, anything is possible, why can't I do that for a living? Why can't I create some type of health platform for a living and really make it happen? And that's literally what has unfolded and continues to unfold, is just really going after that thing that lights you on fire and fighting for it. Like there's a thousand million other health influencers out there yep. that are shooting videos online that have their own products, um, that have TV shows, all this other stuff, but I'm not focused on that. I'm just focused on what brings me to life and in me coming to life, when people see that, that's magic because not only are they inspired and they'll buy Organifi green juice in that moment of me coming to life, but something resonates inside of them. And they start to see what's possible within who they are. Like, whoa, I, I saw this video ad on Facebook and this guy was selling me this green superfood. But he wasn't just selling me green superfood. He was actually being a certain way. And I saw the way that he was being in yeah. this video. And it's inspired me to um, make a video and pursue my, uh, my artistic career. Like I, I, for some reason, I just feel like painting tonight and I haven't painted in years. Hmm. I think that type of joy that we have as humans gets lost sometimes when we're constantly looking at the numbers and we're stressed out about our finances or a past relationship. But if we can just admit as much childlike joy as possible, 
Like that's the real separation. That's when the rubber meets the road and you really start to create that tribe on a whole new level. Man, so powerful. And what you're talking about is a drop in the ocean, which is what we all are. What would you say though, Drew, in a few sentences? I mean, what's your greatest passion and purpose as you know it right now? Yeah, my, my greatest passion and purpose is to totally live in the present moment and just have as much fun as humanly possible. Not take life so serious, be kind to myself and just admit so much self-love so that people can't help but see that and want that for them. And if we can all do that, that's what's going to be the thing and the catalyst that changes the world. Oh, dude, I got chills when you said that because I'm thinking about 2009 when I was figuring out what the heck I was going to do with Wellness Force. You know, this path, man, of finding purpose or as you say, fighting for it, it's not linear, Drew. You, you even have this piece, you call it the why identity process. I love mm-hmm. this, man. Having a why that makes you cry. I mean, that... I don't think there's, it's self-explanatory, but can you tell us how you came up with that? Yeah. So everybody has an identity in their own mind of who they are, right? And most of the time, the identity is just like a, a window with a bunch of bugs on it and mud and all this crap that the world throws at us and tells us who we should be. So over time, you really can't see through it anymore. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to see through a window, it's beautiful. You, you can see the light coming out from inside it and it touches you. It touches your heart, your mind, your soul. So as human beings, every day we have a decision to make, and that is to clean that window off. And the fastest way that I've found to actually clean that window off is to get so plugged into your why that it literally makes you cry. And to do that, we have a 90-day process that we bring people through. Long story short, you know, and, and with our business, we're focused on health because people come to us primarily, they want to lose weight. So how do you do it with a weight loss goal? Well, uh, why do you want to do it? And it's not this superficial thing. It's not because I want a six pack and I want to have abs and I want to look like I'm on the cover of a men's health magazine. I think that's secondary or even third or last, however far down the line it is. It's truly because the the most powerful identities I've heard is it's because I'm going to be 55 next year and I have a grandson who was just born and I want to be able to go out in the yard 10 years from now when I'm 65 and I want to be agile, I want to be able to move, I want to be able to express dominion with the football and just express joy with my grandson when, he, when he's out there. And I can see myself doing that right here, right now. But the way I'm currently headed, I'm going to have a heart attack in three years. The doctor just said I had high blood pressure, I had high cholesterol, said I'm about to, to leave this planet and I don't want that. So I need to make a change and here's why I want to do it. The second is, what do I want to look like in 90 days? What do I want to feel like is the third. And then what do I want people to say? So literally you're attacking different areas of the brain by hearing it, seeing it, feeling it, and uh, being it. And when your why, when you really get clear on your identity, your goal happens a lot faster. So, and it can be used for anything. You know, if you're, if I said, uh, Josh, on a scale of one to 10, how are your finances right now? Where would you like to be and where you are? Mm-hmm. And you, you gave me this number, like I'm a five. Well, let's close the gap. What would it take to be a level 10? And how do you need to be? You know, let's put a year on it. Your year is your transformation for your financial goal. And you want to be a level 10. And right now you're playing at a level five. What does a level 10 look like mm-hmm. when you wake up? What does it feel like? to be making millions of dollars a month or whatever your goal is. What is it? What are your friends telling you? And I did this at the beginning of FitLife TV and the reason we still do this today, I wrote out all the emails that I wanted people to say about the videos when they would watch them. Drew, I just watched your juicing video and I used turmeric and I got rid of all the inflammation in my body. I'm so excited. Thank you. I can now walk again, right? And I I would just literally come up with these stories and these scripts of people that I had not met yet. This is when I was getting like 12 and 20 views. Some people might say, oh, this guy's talking about witchcraft and all this other stuff. Yeah, he's Mr. Woo Woo. It's Mr. Woo Woo. (laughs) Which the audience, everybody knows about Woo Woo on Wellness Force Band, so you're safe here. All right, good. So we can go Woo Woo on this. We can go total Woo Woo. Yeah, and just scripting all those out, I can go back and pull those up now. And I have a folder of probably about 12,000, I think 12,400 the last time I looked. And this is just screenshots of people writing in on Facebook and leaving um, comments of how it Organifi or how juicing has changed their life or how one of the videos changed their life. Mm. And if I'm ever in a funk, 
if my vibration's a little low, I'll go in here and just snoop around for like 10 minutes. Yes, that is awesome. It just raises you up so fast. You realize that it's not about you. It's not about me. Fit Life TV is not about Drew Canoli, Organifi, none of that. It's about the people that are in the community. It's about the we. So getting rid of the me and tapping into the we, like that's powerful. And that's part of the identity process as well. That is a big challenge for most because the ego is a cunning little foe, isn't it? Sometimes in life, we'll be moving in a direction where we think on the outside that we're serving other people. But on the inside, there hasn't really been that exploration about if the ego's in the front seat or not. And I think a lot of times it pops up in relationships. You know, you and I both know my ex-girlfriend, Amy, and I love and cherish her the lessons that I learned from that relationship. But Drew, when it comes to purpose, man, I mean, how do relationships, the balance between the feminine and the masculine, what role does that play in relationships? And how does that make us well or not well? Yeah, I would say the relationship quadrant of my life is the one that I'm working on the most right now. And it's the one that that I get to do a lot of work on. And yeah. it's awesome. I'm having yeah. so much fun with it. I've been in a relationship for a while. And uh, I think the, the question that you asked in regards to the masculine and the feminine is super powerful. We have so many women today that are starting their own businesses. They're entrepreneurs. They want to make their own living. They want to build their own tribe. They want to be influencers just like men. And I think it's awesome. I think what gets lost in translation sometimes is when they step too far into their masculine consistently and then as men, what do we do? Well, we tend to help balance it out and we'll become supporters or we'll dip into our femininity a little bit more just to kind of balance the wheel or at least I know that's what I do because yeah. I, I have compassion and I care and I want to make it work. And um, if I'm in the femininity realm too long, then I think the passion can get lost. I think the, yeah. the desire to uh, procreate other things like that can kind of get lost in translation as well. So one of the things we consistently have to work on is creating that masculine energy every single day and, and holding that space for women so that even if they're in their masculine, they still feel that they can drop their guard and go into their feminine power. And there's nothing more sexy, dude, and you know this as well, than a woman that is just so tuned into her feminine grace and just emits such a frequency to where as men, we just feel like we're just, absolutely. it's like a warm blanket, dude, that sure. just wraps up and you just feel like you could conquer anything. <laughs> I love the that. analogy of the warm blanket. And it's, yeah. and it's it really, really powerful because you, you bring up a good point when you say a woman who's really dropped into her femininity. And we can contrast this with wellness because as men, you know, we're put on this earth to take action. We have testosterone. Testosterone is kind of like the action hormone, right? It regulates a lot of things mm. in our body composition as well. But for the feminine, if they don't feel safe, if a man in a relationship, let's say he has different health habits, maybe the man wants to go to bed at like 930 or 10 and get up at, at five. And then the woman wants to stay up till 11 or, you know, the one person likes this food, the other person likes the other food. How do we do that, Drew? I mean, what's worked for you in relationship to cultivate personal wellness habits when a partner may have different ones? Yeah, I think for me, it's, it's finding somebody with a similar vision and at least explaining to them your vision and they're going to be okay with it, right? Yeah. Like here's my vision for my health. Well, I want to live to be 180 years old, which I don't think is too old. You know, I think 180 is a good year. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, all the green juice and drinking tons of copious amounts of green vegetables, obviously. And, um, you know, when you explain your vision and what's possible for you, like I've been going to the gym five to six days a week, every week for the past four years. So this is a habit that I have. Yeah. And I'm cool to like, if you work out, which the, my girl that I'm dating now loves to work out and I'm so blessed by this, but going to the gym with her, I also know that she likes to sleep a little bit, sleep in a little bit longer than me and she stays up later. So I can compromise in that. Okay, I've been going at six. Well, now I can go at seven. And that's okay because we'll get to share that quality time together. We get to uh, create more of the um, that that particular love language. Yeah. And it's just all about that balance. It's the give and the take. And if you have somebody that's willing to kind of meet you in the middle on those different things, I think that's really what you're looking for. 
We'll get right back with Drew. You know, in relationship with ourselves and with other people, we all fundamentally deserve to have our cups be filled. To give our bodies what they deserve and need, I've hand-selected three of my top superfoods from Perfect Supplements in a wellness bundle specifically designed for the Wellness Force Radio audience. Inside the bundle, you'll receive Rhodiola Rosea to elevate mood and calm stress, Prescriptacis Prebiotic and Probiotic to keep our guts healthy and squeaky clean, and 100% grass-fed hydrolyzed collagen for satiety, skin, and joint health. You know, we've talked a lot about if you're on a paleo or a Weston A. Price diet, you're probably familiar with bone broth. Bone broth is that nutrient-dense food because of the gelatin it's produced when you cook the bones. Well, gelatin is just cooked collagen. It's an abundant source of protein. It's included in the wellness bundle. Hop on over to perfectsupplements.com slash wellnessforce. Click on the wellness bundle and save 10% off your already heavily discounted package. Get some good health and save some money in the process. All right, let's get back to Drew Cannoli. This is a perfect time for a Facebook question, man. Shannon asked you, it's a little bit of a long one, but the context is beautiful. She said, Drew, two of the biggest transformations in my life required stripping away of relationships that were holding me back or keeping me small. But I know the opposite can be true, that deep spiritual connection and relationship can spark transformation as well. I'd love to hear what you think about the power of relationship in catalyzing personal transformation. Yeah, these questions are awesome, dude. It's an incredible Facebook question. I, I was super, like, I, I actually commented when she put it, I was like, I want to know the answer to that. Yeah, super, super, super conscious people. Yeah. So in a nutshell, it's she's asking how can relationships help us be the catalyst for transformation and growth. Mm-hmm. I think every relationship that I go into, be it business, uh, romantic, your significant other is a reflection of you. And s- sometimes it can be a reflection to heal wounds, right? Like you have these old wounds from the past that you need to heal. And one of our things as human beings, whether or not you know, you believe this, but I believe we're here to help close up some of those holes in our luminous body, that energetic body that we have that's huge. It's like flying a kite in the sky as Untethered Soul talks about it. And um, we don't live in that place most of the time. We cower, we turn into little turtles and we tuck our head yeah. in our little shells because we're, we're not living in as expansive beings. So the fastest way I believe to truly expand is to get in a relationship that challenges the shit out of you. Let me tell you, (laughs) because every single ego conversation, every scarcity conversation, every abandonment issue you've ever had, anytime somebody's wronged you, it's going to show up in your relationship. If you really feel for that person, right? I'm talking about a relationship where you're head over heels, you're willing to go to the end of the earth for this person. And uh, you have this conviction to be committed in it. And when you have that, there's going to be things that trigger you. Yeah. Not just once, but a lot. You know, yeah. It's the communication that you have to work through it that's going to bring you into a bigger state of who you really are. And communication is so key. You can have a, a breakdown that lasts weeks or you break up altogether. Or you can have a breakdown that lasts two minutes if the communication's right and you understand how to get past it. There's a little more context in her question too, Drew. One of the things that Shannon mentioned was she the desire to go deep within, which perhaps could be construed by others as being selfish or kind of too focused on the self versus being in relationship, which sometimes feels like a distraction from the transformation itself. Is there a middle ground? And if so, what are your viewpoints in finding that center? Well, why can't you have both, right? You can have everything in your life. So for me, I'm not going to think that if I'm in a relationship, I can't go deep with myself. I'm just going to recruit and rally and enroll and um, inspire that person to go deep within themselves. And that's all in your vision. So my vision for myself is to continuously put in work every single day. I spend 30 minutes to 60 minutes every single morning reading scripture, going through spiritual books, and really trying to figure out who Drew Cannoli is. Mm. And one thing that I want to encourage you to do if we're in a relationship together is actually expand on who you are too. And I want to support you in that. And if you're enrolled in that vision for who you are, then that's going to work perfectly with who I am too. And we can grow together. I think couples that grow together stay together and you can literally have both. There's so many conscious guys out there that want a woman that's conscious, that wants to have deep talks, that uh, really gets that soul connection and why that soul connection is so important. Um, over anything else, that spiritual heart that we have. 
You're very dropped in. You're very present. What's the best way that you get out of your head? Because something that came up for me and looking at all the work you've put out there is you've taken so much massive action, Drew, like every day you're committed to your purpose. You're doing things that are in alignment with your vision. But what about the moments where you're in your own head? I mean, how, can you share with us like what you've done to get out of your head? Yeah, I think it's really remembering this quote that I heard from uh, Mother Teresa. And Mother Teresa once said, I am nothing but the pencil in the hand of God. And I know when I really feel that, when I feel like I'm the pencil or the paintbrush in something so much more expansive than who I am, and it doesn't have to be God or this religious God that's sitting in a cloud somewhere judging us. Yeah, just a higher power, right? Just like the the universal source or the the energy of sure. uh, whatever we want to call it. It can be whatever you believe. And But getting outside of you and believing that you're plugged into this, this infinite energy source – and you get to operate from that place and it's not really you doing it, like taking personal responsibility every single time. It takes the, the, the pony right off your back. Mm. And then all the stress, all the things that say little poor me, you know, chicken little, the sky is falling. Somebody cut in front of me in traffic. I got a parking ticket. I, I uh, have fought with my girlfriend this morning. Woe is me. Woe is me. Woe is me. It completely shuts you down. And when you tap into what can I do for we, what can I really do to impact humanity? And in my particular situation, it's just taking massive action to inspire people to be healthy. What can I do every single day so that when I walk into a room, the people in the room get that I'm there to cause transformation in the way of their health? What can I do when I'm on the road driving? What can I do when I'm shooting a video? And it's just, it's, it's the what can I do attitude for others that will force you to take massive action in a way to where I'm not doing a video and looking at myself and being like, oh, dude, I look like shit today. I got bags underneath my eyes. I don't want to make a video. Mm-hmm. I don't even see that. I'm so far past that. And I'm already in the head of the person that's watching the video that has that limitation and they feel that I'm already with them Yeah, because I am. I'm right behind him. And sometimes it's scary because I tap him on the back and I'm like, hey, you're watching my video, but I'm here with you. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, dude. It's incredible, man. It's incredible. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about rituals. You know, you talked about like what you do in the morning. And I loved how you said to get to know Drew. You know, a lot of people might look at you and be like, well, Drew, he probably knows 100% exactly who he is. What would you say about this continuous process of personal growth and of knowing yourself? Do we change every year? Do we change every five years? I love the fact that you said you're still getting to know Drew. Yeah. I'm like you, brother. I think we change every single second. And and every single second, we're taking in new, new information um, or getting rid of a lot of it, right? I think the fastest way to become a higher version of yourself is to get rid of everything that you ever thought about yourself and be okay with it, whether it's mm. uh, something that's holding you back in a relationship or uh, a belief that you had, just being okay with being the student, uh, well, a spiritual master told me once, he, he said, the minute you think you're the teacher that you know it all is the minute that you've lost. And it's so true, like to be a constant student and be open for feedback and criticism. And uh, wh- well, what do you think about me? You know, just tell me what you think. And, yeah. and regardless of what is said, like that's where true, true power comes from. This reminds me of a quote from Joseph Campbell. I know you're steeped in the hero's journey. It was this movie, Finding Joe. Everyone gets to watch Finding Joe. Drew, I know you've seen it, right? Finding Joe. (laughs) I have not seen Finding Joe. Oh my God, you're going to watch it this weekend because one of the cool quotes in there is from Joseph Campbell. He says, we must be willing to get rid of the life we've planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. And it's exactly what you were talking about with this, because, you know, many people in development, they go through layers. You talked about discovery in pieces that you've done in personal transformation, where you're going through these layers of the onion. But I mean, we all know, man, like you go into the onion, you're going to cry. That's just what happens. This current process you're in with Ascension Leadership Academy, in the past, you've done landmark. You've done a lot of work. So not only financially, physically, but also spiritually and emotionally, what impact has the journey from landmark through the other books, through the mentor? and then now in ALA, like what's the impact for you and for the future of Organifi with this? Oh yeah. I'm not even through ALA yet, but this is the best training course I've ever done. And just being, I'm approaching second weekend next week for level three. I've already sent 90% of my team at FitLife. 
Like I've already signed them up. They're already enrolled because I see that when somebody can get rid of all that past garbage that we have as human beings that we just collect and they can truly drop into the the childlike nature that's inside of them and they don't have any inhibitions um, you know, when, or self-sabotage behavior or anything like that, that's what's going to make this a global brand and that's where we're headed. We've grown so much over the past year and a half of just starting Organifi, and I think the thing that's going to take us to the next level isn't our ads. It's not being creative online. It's not the marketing. It's the heart of the movement. It's the vibration of the individual people that are actually here in San Diego as leaders. And when they show up differently, our business will show up differently, be it online, in retail, on Facebook, on all these different mechanisms that we're currently at today, it'll just be a different vibration altogether. People may not see it. They might, may not see, well, I, I see that they went to ALA and now that's changed their whole entire company, but they will feel it. They will watch the videos. Yeah. Um, even after this podcast is posted, I'm probably well, almost halfway through level three. Within, I would say the next 30 days, if you watch an old video of me and then you watch a current video, you will see more authenticity, more vulnerability, and more heart connection than any of the videos that I've done so far. So I think Landmark, ALA, these other things that really help us see who we really are in the world and we can change it, Yeah, you know, you can become a bigger version, are some of the most powerful things we can do. It's an investment. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's confronting. Yes. But at the end of the day, do you just want to be comfortable or do you want to live a life that is bigger than anything you'd ever imagine? Man, it's the real work and the real work is not the easiest part. But in the same regard, you know, people go to the gym, they do bicep curls. Well, we get to do bicep curls for the brain and for our emotional health as well. Yeah, I love that. Thanks, man. I feel like you and I both love quotes. We're like quote whores. <laughs> and we, we had Dan Party on the show. And, and one of the things he talked about was knowing without doing is the same thing as not knowing. Because there's this bridge, Drew, between knowing what to do and actually executing it and doing it. How would you say that emotionally, the strength you've grown emotionally, what's been that bridge for you? I mean, how have you taken all the knowledge that you've done with books and trainings and pieces of ALA and Landmark? And then what's been that bridge to you actually applying it in your life? So for me, I knew uh, when I first started Fit Life that Fit Life, if I read a book, then I would want to share it and I would want to teach it right away. So as soon as I would read a book, I would do a Mindset Monday on it, right? And that was able to help me store it in my long-term memory. Once you teach, you're, you're 90% more likely to remember this stuff or some statistic like that. I don't know for sure. Yeah. So that's been a way to remember it. And um, it's been insanely helpful to really drop into that particular type of information. Yeah, I mean, I'm continuously growing. I'm continuously reading books. And I think your listeners too on your podcast are the same type of people. I think so. Like if I had to, if I could interview five people that were on your show and, and listen to it frequently, like they're always reading, they're always investing in themselves. And um, that's what's really, really going to change who they are as a person in their life altogether. I love that, man. This is the last social media question. It's from your friend and partner, Shauna. She works for you and she asks you, Drew, how do you achieve balance in your life with all that I have going on? I sometimes feel yeah. like I put all my eggs in one basket and then another area of my life suffers. Yeah. So for me, it's the standards that change our life the most. It's not the beliefs. It's the standards that you hold yourself to. So for me, I know that each and every day I get the opportunity to shoot videos, inspire 3 million plus people. That's what I do. So what do I get to do outside of that that I really love? And what do I have to do that I don't really like to do that I loathe? And if there's things that I loathe and that I don't like to do, I know that by stepping into what I really love, then the abundance will come in tidal waves and it will allow a place for somebody to come on the team and take over that particular role, delegation, right? And do something that they love, that I loathe. So we've built out this whole entire team. We've delegated. We got like 50 people on the team now. And, um, you know, uh, uh, an amazing way that I've achieved balance is I have my assistant, Jocelyn, who literally cooks for me, cleans my house. She's got an assistant, Cynthia, who does that, helps her clean and uh, runs errands for me, picks up cards. Like if I want to write notes of appreciation to somebody, she'll go to the store and get the cards. So it just keeps me, long story short, 
is it keeps me focused on what I really love to do. Now, you don't have to have the money to have an assistant and somebody to clean and make your food and all this other stuff. But you can think right now about shit that you're doing every single day that you absolutely hate. And that's what throws you off balance the most. Because if you're tapped into a, a situation of just doing as a human doing and you're not being who you really are and you're not living with love, then that's going to create resentment. It builds up. It throws that wheel off balance. And I know if I was listening to this too, I'd probably be wondering, well, Drew, you know, it might be, quote, easy for somebody that has the resources for the personal assistant. But I think what we're really getting at and what I hear you saying, Drew, is that when we let go of something that's not in service with what we're in alignment with, it gives us space to create greater alignment in that direction. I mean, would you say that's kind of what you're, the point you're getting across? I mean, you said it 10 times better than me. And that's what I was going for. It's getting rid of all the crap that you hate to do and then doing only the things that you love to do on a daily basis. Because when you're doing that, like I I springboard out of bed, I have so much energy because I get to shoot videos and I get to connect with the tribe and I do podcasts like this. And I'm just in this state of giving all day long. And there's no way my balance could be disrupted um, unless I let it, you know, and there's times when I'm out of balance, obviously I'm a human being. But most of the time I'm not because I'm just I'm doing what I love and I'm in this place. So sourcing, sourcing and pulling in people and resources, no matter what financial level you're at to help you, you know, do those things that you don't really love to do, whatever that is. Like maybe you trade, maybe you do something for a friend that they don't like to do and then they do something that you don't like to do. So it's like it doesn't always have to be financial, man. So I loved that answer. Drew, this has been an incredible show. We're getting to the last part. This is seven for seven, man. This is a lightning round. It's seven really fast questions. Are you ready? Got it. Let's go. Number one inspiration in your life. This is a person who believed in you when maybe there was a moment you didn't believe in yourself. Who would that be? Frank, my old mentor, changed my life completely. Do you still have contact with Frank? Yes. I talk to him. I talk to him once a week. Does he drink green juice? Of course. He better. He better, man. Number two, what makes you laugh the most in life? Myself, dude. (laughs) I could actually imagine that. I can Somebody, a, one of my friends said, Drew's like a giant five-year-old. <laughs> I am. I am a five-year-old, for real. If you could uh, sit at a table with your 18-year-old self, what would you say? And actually, you know, at 18, if you were to talk to yourself, would he even listen? Oh, I'd be so proud of him. I would just know that he is going to create uh, so much good energy in the world and just impact so many people. I don't think I would really even want to say anything because I wouldn't want to impact his experience because I think his experience is just perfect the way that it is. And I would just be with him and just look him in the eyes and, and let him know that everything's awesome. That's a great question, by the way. Someone asked me that a while back and I thought, you know what, that's a phenomenal question to ask people that I respect. And the next question that comes up for me right after we say, what would you actually ask your 18 year old self with the world that the 18 year old self lives in the world we live in now? What do you see in this world we live in now that breaks your heart and that you'd like to help change? Yeah. I think um, too many people are getting distracted by things that just don't matter in their life. You know, they're caught up watching the news, they're stuck on TV watching episodes of stuff, and they're not really creating this magical life because they don't have the tools and the resources and the, the knowledge to do that. And I believe life is such a gift that once they tap into who they are as a gift, life will start showing up like that for them. But it's got to get uncomfortable. And you have to do things like Landmark, ALA, uh, you know, a 90-day transformation challenge at FitLife or whatever it is to shake things up. And if you're in a rut and you're stuck, now's the perfect time to get super uncomfortable and start to confront those areas of you that are no longer serving you. When it comes to health or wellness, Drew, when's the last time that you might have done something for the very first time? Oh, that's a great question. I do a lot of crazy stuff, dude. Yeah, you do backflips. Yeah, like lots. I don't know a lot of people that do (laughs) backflips. Yeah, lots of weird. I'm actually. This is the first time I've ever done this type of workout, and it's inspired by my girlfriend. And she, like, literally looking at her four or five years ago, she had no butt, right? She was this girl. You look at images of her, and it's like, well, really, you've somehow were able to grow a booty like this. Hmm. And um, she's like, yeah. She's like, and I can show you how to do it too. So literally, I'm in the gym, and of course, every dude in here, I'm in the doing the squats and everything else, and, and I'm trying to grow my booty. So yeah. people are just giving me all kinds of weird looks. Booty's important. But uh, yeah, every guy needs a good man. It's important. Man. Yeah, guys need a good man booty. And I got the white boy booty right now. So I'm uh, doing a 90-day transformation program with her 
to grow some glutes and it's been painful. It's been hard three days a week. We hit it. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just super challenging. I mean, I'll tell you, I, I lift some heavy weight, like I can squat 600 pounds, Damn. but when I lift with her and I got 135 pounds on and I'm doing circuit training, like four sets back to back. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I just feel like I could take a nap at the gym. It's a completely <laughs> different type of workout. What has been one of your proudest moments on a personal and fulfillment level so far in life? That's a great question. It, and it happened yesterday, actually. I've been working on a new formula for an all-vegan plant-based meal replacement with MCT coconut extract and also full food value vitamins. What? Digestive enzymes, all this. It's all organic, right? It's, it's organic. When is the information going to be live? It'll be out in six weeks. And um, we've been working on it for two years. So this was a huge thing for us. It took us two years to create Organifi. It took us two years to actually create the formulation for the meal replacement. We've gone over it 50, over 50 times back and forth, tasting it. Now, this tastes too much like wood chips. Now, this is too gritty for a plant-based protein. We hate that grit in our mouth. Yeah. We want it to taste like ice cream. So we went back and forth for two years. Yesterday, I spent six hours in the car going to this place, working with the formulator, and it is literally the best tasting plant-based protein. And the reason that's significant to me is because I believe people all across the country don't have access to the type of stuff that we have out here in California as far as organic, uh, locally sourced from farmers that are really high quality. Sure. And they don't really know exactly what's in their food. You know, the food pyramid has lied to us over all these years. And um, there's all types of hidden ingredients in, in foods and chemicals and all this other stuff. So it's my goal to create the number one superfood company in the world. And I believe this next formulation is going to um, not only continue. We have the best uh, green juice on the planet, I believe. And uh, the meal replacement will be the best vegan meal replacement on the planet. And I'm excited to put it in as many people's homes and uh, tummies as possible. It was such a huge day yesterday. Man, congratulations. We will definitely link some info in the show notes about that at wellnessforce.com slash Drew. Drew, this is the last question, man. I ask everyone that comes on Wellness Force this question with your past and what you've been through. I'm so curious how you're going to answer. How would you define wellness? I mean, if you were to sit and think and just feel, what is your definition of wellness? Yeah, wellness is, it's a mind thing. It's not a body. It's not a, a physical thing that I do every day. It's the construct of who I am in my mind first. And I know that if the, my thoughts are pure, they're positive, they evoke uh, inspiration in my own life, then that's going to create a ripple effect throughout my body. And I will do the things that help me move throughout the day. And the more I give to my mind, the more wellness I can create. So that's kind of my definition of wellness. Fantastic, man. I just want to take this one second to completely honor the work you've created over the past six plus years, doing your own transformation, changing your body, changing your mind, letting go of the things that aren't serving you, and just being that catalyst, man. Thank you so much for what you do in this world. And I'm honored to have you share your message here on the show, man. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for doing this show and being a wonderful host and uh, being passionate about what you're creating in the world. And however we can support you with this, let me know. I'd love to share it with all my social media peeps. And um, let's get together soon too, dude. Absolutely. Well, look, where can people learn more about you? We're going to have to have you back on to talk about nutrition and supplements and fitness too, because today we dove into something really powerful, which is the internal mode of transformation. But where can people learn more about what you have going on with Fit Life and Organifi? Yeah, fitlife.tv is our website. And you can go to Organifi dot com forward slash wellness force and you can get a discount on Organifi 20% off when you go to that URL as well. Uh, use the coupon code wellness force. Awesome. You get that. So thank you for tuning in and thank you so much for having me. Yes. True pleasure, Drew. Have a great rest of the day and appreciate everything you're doing for this wellness community, man. Absolutely. Thank you. I have not met someone in person that is more genuine and more energetic than Drew Canoli. This guy really walks his talk. 
You know, everything we talked about today obviously can be found at wellnessforce.com slash Drew. But I invite you to go on social media, specifically on Facebook, and look at the hundreds of videos that Drew has put out on everything from detoxification, mindset, nutrition, exercise, movement, anything you could imagine in the wellness world, Drew has done a video on. And you know what's interesting is all those videos are free, just like this podcast. Because as you know, in life, when we're giving, eventually we always get back. Now, with the genuine intention of giving, a thing that I took away from the episode with Drew is that if we're being our message, then people are going to listen. But I think we all can relate to having these spaces in our story, these spaces in our life where, ah, it's just challenging and we're not exactly sure what our purpose is. Well, listen to this episode as many times as you need to, because there was incredible gems about defining exactly what that purpose is and how to move forward all throughout the past 45 minutes. Make sure that you pick up your Organifi discount at Organifi.com slash wellnessforce. You can use your code wellnessforce. Drew's actually going to give 20% off, which is a huge discount you're only going to find here through the Wellness Force podcast. I'm also going to link the video where I tried Organifi for the first time. I'll put a timestamp there on the show notes page so you can see my eyes and my face react to how good this stuff actually tasted let alone the beautiful health benefits that it has. Now, all you have to do with all the energy and inspiration you've gotten from Drew and every other guest that's been on the show is go out and create an incredibly amazing day where you reach the people you care about and love with your energy and your genuine service. So today, let's get lost in service to others. And when we have those moments of discomfort or stress, just remember that this too shall pass. Cheers to getting clear on our purpose. And until I see you again real soon, I'm wishing you love and wellness 